2: Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds. But we were in the arena at the same time. I was there with
1: him. This is the Rod Peterson Show
2: yes it is hi everybody welcome to the rp show it's me the champ it's your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you live from hot 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 south florida i know i say it all the time but i'm going to tell you how hot is it rod in a second uh we're pleased to be joined by the affable co-host of the program darren moose dupont who joins us from Toronto? It's an all Eastern time zone program today, Moose, even though our man Rick Reagan says, Good morning, Rod Squad. But you're back in your comfy environs and ready to talk sports for the next two hours. Uh, and then we say, Hey, It is the Rod Peterson Show, not Sports Center. so we will just say something before we get to the sports headlines. You made it home safely from beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina. In 60 seconds or less, what's your wrap of the USA Football National Flag Championships that you were a part of in that beautiful city in North Carolina?
3: First time really spending time in North Carolina, I thought it was awesome. It was really great. The people were great. The relationships that we've built were awesome and it was just really cool to be a part of a sport that's growing so fast and the skill level is really what blew my mind away it was so fantastic yeah it was great
2: and met a lot of great people we talked about it a little bit yesterday Uh, thanks for having us and can't wait until the next one and just before uh, jordan if you got a hand free do you want to hit the quick six show horn We'll get into the show topics right away. Coming up on the program, Mike Babcock, the new head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I can't wait for that interview, nor can a lot of people. He's coming up in the next segment. Babs, longtime friend and looking forward to that. And Mike Pritchard, an hour two, NFL betting expert from VEASAN. But Moose, just with the heat, I want to tell you something. You see that I've moved indoors here in South Florida. And we talked about this yesterday with Kevin the Medium and Serena. It's like, why would we pump AC all day and then be outside? Dumb. But I went to Florida Panthers development camp yesterday. It's part of my quick six, which I'll get to. And i um, got to get my roster here. One of the players, okay, Swedish goalie. I, I can't pronounce his name, but he said, it's. they said, have you ever been to Florida before? He goes, it's my first time USA. And they said, What do you think? He goes, it's super hot. So there's a heat advisory. Just so you know, this is what they're saying, Darren. Not just to stay out of the sun. I mean, you'd have to be a complete donkey to not figure that out. But to even be outside in the shade, they're saying, don't do that. It's the hottest summer in the history of the world, for sure, in Florida. And they're saying, hey, take breaks, go inside, get into the air conditioning. And I'm like, hey, I heard that mama didn't raise no fool so i'll be doing the show from inside maybe for a long time so uh, trust me we're in beautiful boca and that's it so we're going to open up well a lot of people are excited about babs i feel like you and i let's get to the topics we'll talk about babs next hour once the interview's over but he was hired uh, canada day introduced as the new head coach of the columbus blue jackets a lot of people have thoughts about that but we've come here today to talk about current sports. And Blue Jays slugger Vladimir Guerrero won the MLB Home Run Derby on Monday night. He beat Mariner star Julio Rodriguez and Tampa Bay's Randy Arena to claim the title. He previously made the final back in 2019. His win at the MLB All-Star Derby means he and his father, Vladdy Sr., are the first father-son duo to win the competition. Guerrero Sr. won it in 2007 while with the LA Angels. Before we go any further, you're in Canada, I'm not. I'm sure they're all going nuts, I would assume, with Vladdy Jr. winning this thing. And, and well, they should. It's exciting. Um, I did not watch the end of it. I went to bed. You're realizing now what this Eastern Time Zone thing is all about. And, and my take on the Home Run Derby is it was fun. I miss Chris Berman calling it. It'll never be the same. So there's that. And for me, just a little too pomp and circumstance. Can we just get going? Can we just start swinging here? I get you say it you're the guy that says it's for the kids it's for the show we say that all the time And I'm like this is too much just throw the pitches that was my take you know they could have gone through it a lot faster than they did I understand it's made for TV and that's the way sports is now it just seemed a little drawn out for me what was your take on it
3: yeah you know it was great and I liked the interview after and Vladdy in his, you know learning English Talks about now he's got the home run belt and the MVP. So he's got the one up on his dad, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, the thing that changed for me from when Ken Griffey Jr. was winning home run derbies is and and Berman was calling them. They do move fast in the thing. It's now on a clock instead of a number of pitches. It's now on a 30 second clock. So you got John Schneider out there throwing bang, bang, bang. There's no time for a back, 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 back. Like there's no time for that right in the call cuz it's just bing bing home run home run and the, and the line of the night came from the jays on their twitter account they said john schneider's getting absolutely shelled right now as uh, guerrero was hitting um you know 30 home runs off the manager so i thought that was pretty funny
2: <laughs> well um yeah it was that's a thing i'm sure the networks the broadcasted are like, can you move past Chris Berman? It's over, he's gone. So I also understand that mentality too. But it doesn't mean we can't long for the old days. Chris Berman is synonymous with a home run derby. He hasn't called it for years, but that's still what we think about, you know. So I, I miss that part of it. Carlos is watching in Indianapolis. He says, Do you prefer the heat or the cold? Let me tell you a little story. I will always take the heat over the cold. And one time, December 2013, I was in Tampa Bay at a Bucks game, and I called my dad. He is in Milestone, Saskatchewan. I'm like, Dad, it's 95 degrees here on a Sunday in Tampa Bay. I'm at the Buccaneers and the Bills game. And Dad's like, really? He goes, well, I just went outside to plug in my truck, and my extension cord snapped in half like a toothpick. And I'm like, you know what? You can have it. I'll take this all day. I thought my Jeep was on fire today. I'm like, do I smell smoke? And it wasn't. It's just that hot. But I'll take this over minus whatever any day. Uh, John Ohm, let me get all my props out here. John Ohm says, I'm a little disappointed that the Home Run Derby included the American anthem but not the Canadian anthem. We have a Canadian team in the MLB. Maybe anthems should not be sung at sports. A-a-a-a. I see what you're trying to do there, John. We go through this pretty much every year. The game is being played in America. They'll sing the American anthem. When it's back in Toronto, they'll sing the Canadian national anthem. As far as anthems, uh, love you, John. Love you a long time, but we're not switching topics here. So, point two: the MLB All-Star Game is set to get underway tonight for the first time since 2001. The game's starting pitchers will be from the Yankees and the Diamondbacks. Yankees Garrett Cole will pitch for the American League, while Zach Gallen will do so for the National League. And I'll be watching for as much as I can. 8 p.m. is the noted start time, and are they ac- Eastern? And are they actually going to start it on time all the way out there in Seattle? My guess is probably not, but. You know, people said yesterday, why are you talking baseball? You guys don't talk baseball. We don't care about baseball in Canada. This is almost outside the World Series. It's the Christmas, I believe, for baseball fans. This is when I pay attention. I'm not watching every day. Serena will sit and watch the Dodgers play the Brewers and love it. I won't do that. I'll watch only the Blue Jays. That's like a lot of the Panthers fans down here. They only watch the Panthers. They don't watch the rest of the NHL. So I get that mentality too. But enough of that. It's just the time of the year to talk baseball on this show and everywhere else as far as I'm concerned. But as far as all-star games go, it's our poll question today for Key Auto Group. With the Key Auto Group, by the way, most vehicles receive a lifetime engine warranty guaranteed. Go to keyautogroup.ca slash the key advantage for eligibility and maintenance requirements. The Key Auto Group here to take care of you. Which all-star format is the best? It's pretty easy. We call them the big four, the four major leagues, Major League Baseball, NHL nfl or nba not only will i vote for mlb for the best all-star game i could rank them the nfl pro bowl was never really worth watching even when they were playing tackle football now it's flag football and god knows we love that sport moose but i'll put them third i'll go number one mlb what we're going to watch tonight the summer classic. Number two, I'll go NBA. Well, there's no defense there at all. At least, you know, there's high scores and there's some skill involved. Number three, I will say the NFL's flag football. Although that's not that good. And number four, the NHL All-Star Game. Sorry, Gary. But I was at it here last year in, in uh, Sunrise and it wasn't good. I was mad that I paid as much money as I did for my tickets, and it wasn't entertaining, and they've ruined it. They've ruined it! The NHL All-Star Game. But they have not ruined the MLB All-Star Game, Darren, and that's my vote is MLB. You?
3: Mine's MLB. Um, I come at this with a different angle than you. I think all the games, they don't really get my attention anymore, Um, especially now that the All-Star Game in baseball doesn't mean anything, Right. When it did, I thought for sure it was the best. So I'm voting it based on my favorite piece. And I think the MLB Home Run Derby is the best all-star festivity in sports. Then I think it's the NHL Skills Comp, although they're very close. Like this thing in Florida took a big step back. Um, The NBA's three-point competition I love. But even the slam dunk competition in the NBA has gone backwards because none of the big stars want to go in it anymore. And then the NFL for me is last.
2: Yeah, I swear Gary Bettman on the Monday morning would have walked into the NHL offices in downtown New York on the Avenue of the Americas and slammed the door in their meeting and said, what the hell was that? I'm sure he would have. (laughs) I got to think to God, I hope he did. Let's put it that way. Uh, From the viewers, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says the NBA does all-star weekend right. Oh, yeah. Approved. John Ohm says, Chris Berman is a goat of broadcasting. Love him. Uh, uh, um, Jake Hughes in Calgary says, all the All-Star games are dumb, excluding the MLB. I believe that they give the All-Star game winner home field advantage for the World Series. No. Give me a reason to watch. And they did. It was, uh, I think it was when it was in Milwaukee. And the pitcher was just lobbing pitches in like it was the home run derby. Completely made a mockery of the game. And that was the last of that. They said, from now on, we got to make this worth something. And, uh, and they did. And I like that. Home field advantage in the World Series on the line tonight. Uh, from Nelson, he says, Boomer has a soft spot for the CFL, too. Just a great guy. Smitty writes it. He says, love Chris Berman. And he always had time for the CFL. He knew and respected Bob Ackles. I'm assuming that's Craig Smith, our director of sim events. we got to speed this up. And you guys let me know, please, when uh, when Mike Babcock's logged in because I don't want to keep him waiting. I do want to get through Florida Panthers' development camp and just my take on that. Uh, But point three, L.A. King Center Pierre-Luc Dubois says he understands why he might not have the best reputation around the NHL after forcing two trades in six years The third overall draft pick in the 2016 NHL draft was dealt to the Kings from the Jets last month. He says he's in it for the long haul with the Kings. I read that and I'm thinking, why does he have to explain himself? I I found that very interesting. I didn't read the whole story. This is one paragraph of a whole story and you got to be careful when you do that. But I don't have a problem with Pierre-Luc Dubois asking for a trade. I don't don't have a problem with anybody asking for a trade. It's going to happen more and more and more. I was... A little surprised that this story would come out. Darren, uh, what do you think about PLD saying that he might not have the best reputation? My God, there's a lot of guys with worse reputations than that. So you ask for a trade twice? Well, Who cares?
3: Yeah, go ahead. There is a lot of guys with worse reputations than that. The one concern, <laughs> you know, is that, you know, if he doesn't fit in where he goes and, and is a problem and can't create a fit and just always wants to leave, then. You know, how do you commit to somebody like that that's not really going to commit to you? But, you know, the fact that he's even aware that it could be a problem, that's a good sign for me. You know, to say, okay, at least he's aware of this, and, he, and, and at least he's saying he's committing to your team long-term. Um, I like it, and I'm always about giving somebody the extra chance to, uh, to prove it.
2: You need to be happy, period. Yeah. End of story. Matthew Kachuk saying, you know, as much as they're upsetting Calgary, I spent half the year there last year. They don't hate Matthew Kachuk. He says, I, I want to go play somewhere else. I look at this uh, Alex Dobrynkin with Ottawa. Never really wanted to be in Ottawa in the first place. He was up front right from the, from the jump. We're talking about American players here. I don't know why anybody would draft them. If you're a Canadian team, I don't know why, how many... Now they just they don't want to play in Canada for whatever reason. I wouldn't draft them in the first place. Which is a whole other story. I mean, this, if Connor Hellebuck does not end up getting traded, speaking of American players out of Winnipeg, I am officially done with the NHL offseason and listening to any fake news at all. We got on the American thing, and that's not what I wanted to do. Pierre-Luc Dubois, it's not about even playing at home. You saw the Saskatchewan Rush made a huge trade yesterday. Mark Matthews, one of my favorite Rush players, wants to be closer to home to Toronto. I had people from Saskatoon whining to be, oh, he wants to be closer to home. What a baby. I literally wrote them back and said, excuse me. If I'm not mistaken, you've never lived anywhere but Saskatoon in your life. So don't call him a pussy because he wants to go play closer to home. And PLD's in L.A. You can't get further from Montreal than L.A. So it's not about wanting to play closer to home. He just wants to be happy. What the hell's wrong with that? Anyways, do we have Babs logged in yet, guys? Okay. We're going to take a break anyways. Oh, he's logging in now, so we're going to take a timeout. Moose, I'll see you back a little later, okay? Sounds good. The head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Mike Babcock, joins us live next. We are live on the Game Plus television network across all 10 Canadian provinces and 31 U.S. states, including Ohio, on the Buckeye cable system. So perk up, Columbus, your coach, is coming in next. Also on WQEE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show, podcast, and YouTube live. The card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket, just 9 dollars Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. RP show continues from South Florida, where it is, in fact, day two of Florida Panthers development camp. I'll tell you a little later why we're not broadcasting from the Panthers' ice den in Coral Springs. You'll want to hear why. But trust me, yesterday was a great day, and the arena was packed here in Florida. See what going to the Stanley Cup final does for you? We're live on Game Plus television all across Canada, 31 U.S. states, including Ohio. We are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE radio and also podcast and YouTube live. We're very pleased to welcome in Mike Babcock, the newest head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Babs, good to see you. Uh, Congratulations on the post. Where are you joining us from today, coach? I'm at my home in Michigan, Rod. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, always good to chat with you, Mike. And uh, listen, I'm going to jump right to it. I read the news stories from your news conference on canada day uh, which was appropriate as far as i was concerned and it was all about growth and change and yada, yada, yada i get that we all want to do that i didn't see anybody ask you the question i wanted why you don't need to do this you got the hall of fame resume as it was i thought you were retired what made you want to go to columbus
4: you know, a really, really good question. I, I was retired. I was never going back. If my son hadn't left the University of Saskatchewan and went to the Ottawa Senators and then I started breaking down every game so I could talk to him about it, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have got my juices back. And when teams called, I would have just got on with it. But the other thing that happened is we coached in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, in 2000 to 2002 we loved Ohio I have a couple farms down there I enjoyed going up when Dave King was the coach in Columbus and and watching pro games that's kind of how I got started in the NHL and I really like the community and it's two hours and 45 minutes from my house in Michigan that's the bottom line
2: okay good answer I knew you'd have one but I just uh it is obviously a challenge. I watched the Blue Jackets last year play here in Florida. I saw them play in Calgary. And honestly, Mike, I was like, right. they should be better. My opinion was they should be better than they are. Uh, what's your read of this roster? Because I don't think you'd have taken a job if there wasn't a chance of success. So talk about that if you don't mind.
4: Well, obviously, obviously Adam Provo and siever on the back end. So suddenly now with Z Zier- Warensky. That's three real, real D, Gabranson as well. So suddenly the D's better right away. That makes the goaltender way better if you get organized and play well in front of him so he knows where the shot's coming from. Getting Fantilli was another thing that was outstanding. We still have a lot of kids. We actually have too many kids, uh, and we're going to have to figure that out. But I think there's a chance for a real jump quickly. So when you combine it with uh, my wife and I in our lifestyle and then the opportunity to get better quickly, I think when you add it together, that's what happened.
2: Well, and uh, listen, the hockey people are very excited for you. They think this is a great fit. And one of them said to me, make no mistake. This was a John Davidson hire. This came right from the top, the president. So what's your, what's your relationship with JD?
4: Well, I mean, JD and I have known each other for forever. So, Yarmo and I, uh, he used to come to Games of Spokane. I traveled with him in Finland. Basil McRae and I have known each other forever. Uh, that was a huge part of this. I wasn't going back unless like, I've been blessed. Uh, I got to work with Brian Murray. I got to work with Ken Holland. I got to work with Lou Lamorell. I've been blessed with the people I get to work with. It, I'm not going there if they're not excited about having you. Uh, you know, and that was first and foremost. There had to be a connection between you and the management team and ownership in order for that to that happen. Mike Priest, who runs all the companies for the family, uh, was in on this as well. And so that was important to me or to it what had never happened.
2: Cool. And I'll tell you what, there was a lot made in this article. I mean, I can't... I... You and I know the media. (laughs) The article may not be what that news conference was all about. A lot was made about the three and a half years out of the NHL. I won't get to that right now. What I will get to is the things you did in the three and a half years out of the NHL, which included the NHL on NBC. I watched it. I thought, hmm, this might be a good fit. And I think Patrick Sharp was on there with you. It was a good panel. How did you feel about that experience? Was it something that you would like to do down the line? Or what did you get out of that?
4: no i'm not doing that uh you know what tell you i enjoyed it when i was there it was was a great thing to do there was really good people i didn't like talking about the other coaches i can't do that i just i just can't it made me uncomfortable and the best in it are comfortable talking about everyone uh so that wasn't going to be a fit for me you know as much fun as we had it just wasn't going to be a fit for me. And so you he, he did some other things, but my opportunity at the university of Vermont, my opportunity at the university of Saskatchewan was a thing. I had a lot of fun. at.
2: Well, Hey, I'm not slighted or offended that the media thing wasn't for you. Uh, not at all. Trust me. I get it. But it, Matt Dunn, you're a Canadian. You see Matt Dunn, you know, Matt Dunn and he's a very good friend of mine. He's on this, on the TSN panel. I'm like, Matty, does this scratch the itch of coaching for you? And it, Just like you, he's like, "Mm, no, it's he's still doing it, but it's not the same as for football being on the sidelines or being on the bench. So trust me, I get it. And then with the Huskies thing, which is the last time I saw you eye to eye, um, it seemed fun. I mean, what how do you feel about that U of S Huskies experience?
4: Oh, I, I love that opportunity. That was a great opportunity. I mean, once again, I would have never went to, if my son didn't want to take his MBA, that's the only way when he said MBA, I said, I'd go there and then hiring Brandon Cote and then getting involved with the U of S and trying to set up the funds we are to make sure the program's good was spectacular. But after a year there, I knew the development for Coates and my son weren't going to be as good if I stayed there as much fun as I had been around my sisters, my wife's, folks and brothers and stuff like that, and family. We had a great time. I still have a farm there. Uh, You know, it was good, but it was important if those guys were going to develop as coaches that I wasn't there anymore.
2: Well, um, we got questions coming in from the viewers, and I'll get to those in a second. You have referenced your son a few times. Uh, Michael, he's with the Blues, did I not read that? Just hired here this offseason. What can you tell us about him and what his career path is going to be?
4: Well, I thought he was going to use his NBA, to be honest with you. That's why you go and get one, right? But uh, it's pretty (laughs) apparent. He said to me, I'm going to be a coach with an NBA. Now, I'm lucky all three of my kids uh, are educated and doing well and have good jobs. Michael obviously has a passion for this. I was fortunate enough to work in Ottawa. That opportunity ended up leading to a couple opportunities. And Army hired him and chief in, in St. Louis. He's with a real good staff there. Basically, he's a skilled guy, third assistant coach, only with the big team, which is good. And he has a chance to grow a lot. And, and, you know, this business is simple. If you do a good job, more things open up to you. The better job you do, the more opportunity there is to grow. And so it's on him now.
2: He's just a pop. I was talking to your guy, Shocks yesterday. He said Michael's only 25. Is that right? 28 he's 28 okay still very young obviously so he's uh got a lot of years left in the game obviously and and clearly lots to learn listen you've referenced a few farms that you own and babs i own one too i gotta ask you i didn't know you were a farmer have you ever actually driven a tractor or would you know how to run a combine
4: Uh, yeah, I have, but you know what, it's been years. Uh, Mike and Anita Earhart, uh, friends of mine, run my farm, so we do two years beans and one year corn. A buddy of mine up in Saskatchewan, I just got a piece of land with him, Reggie Slobosian, he's a chicken farmer, he does that. I do nothing, Let's, let's be clear on that. Do I love going down there? Yes, do I do everything I can to make sure I have the biggest bucks in the world on my farms? Yes, I'm a hunting nut, and so that's what it's about for me. But I love going down to the farms. I like being outdoors. To me, I thought if you could have grown up as a farmer, your kids would be in the business with you. Like my buddy Reggie, they'll take it over and you can be in it forever. Hockey's not like that. Uh, You're working for someone else, you don't get to be retired and still be the CEO of the farm. (laughs) Hey.
2: I got the same deal. I own the land. I get the checks. And the deal is you just stay there in Florida and don't come near it and we'll send you checks. I said, (laughs) great deal for me. Uh, From our viewers, Monty in Saskatoon says, we miss you, Mike. Please come back to Saskatoon anytime, okay? Um, Randy from Winnipeg says, what does Mike think about Adam Fantilli uh, was a surprise to many that you got him where you did, obviously. Uh, what were your thoughts on that?
4: Well, I mean, you can't imagine how excited it was to have a 200 foot center, six to 196 pounds already. I saw him at development camp. I don't uh, pay much attention to summer hockey, to be honest with you, but uh, his size, his skating, his change, the angle and shot his releases, his ability to see the ice you know, I mean, he's a kid, and it's the hardest league in the world, yet he's going to be a real good player, and he's a competitive guy. He's going to get better fast.
2: Um, I got, well, f- from Colin on I says, did Mike learn anything coaching hockey in university that he can apply in Columbus? You're a lifelong learner. I'm sure you learn something. What was your takeaway from oh, that?
4: Well, no, I learned a ton. And, you know, my three and a half years were spectacular for me. You know, it was like a gift from God. I, I always said to my wife, instead of one season, there's three seasons. There's the water ski season, there's the downhill ski season, then the hunting season now. And, you know, uh, we enjoyed those three and a half years, but the opportunity at the U the opportunity at Vermont, talking to young guys every day and being around them way more than you would be a pro player. They come in in the morning and the, the, the kitchen's there, the classroom's there, they're around all day. You tend to have more conversation with them. The communication skills that I figured out by talking to them every day is that I always think I'm a great communicator, but the bottom line is I haven't been as good as I thought. So message sent, message received are often two different things. I've said this a bunch of times. My oldest girl, Ali, always says to me, Dad, it's not what you say, it's your tone. i got to do a better job of that. My wife gave me a shot because I said that the other day when we were in the truck I guess I didn't talk to her right. So uh, give me a straightening up. The bottom line in communication, it's two ways. And with these players, they want to be able to talk to you and they want to be able to tell you when you cross the line with them as well or what they need. And you got to be willing to listen and interact with them. The other thing I'd say to you is, you know, obviously besides my wife and my kids, some of the greatest roles in my life have been in coaching and with the name coach comes responsibility uh, you got to be responsible for your actions and what you say and what you do and and how it's received and and i thought it was a great opportunity to work on that
2: troy in toronto says what is the greatest tweak you will implement to your coaching style with columbus did you just kind of answer that or is there a little more on that well,
4: yeah no i i would say that for sure i mean you know i've watched the game My son and I broke down every playoff game this year. I've watched the game a lot, so there's nuances and changes, and it's always changing, so there's that. My interaction with coaches over the time has been really good, so you're learning there. But I think for sure I'm 60 years old. I've had a lot of success in my coaching career. I'm only going to do this because it's going to be a riot, a lot of fun for me. I'm going back to Red Deer College, Mike, where I didn't know as much about the X and O's, but I knew if you had fun and you played hard, you were going to have a lot of success. We're going to have a ton of fun in Columbus. We're going to play very hard, but we're going to enjoy one another.
2: Well, the fans uh, there will love hearing that. And my last one for you, Mike, is simply this. I've known you since 93 when I first got into the dub. And I I just wonder if there's a misconception you think out there about you because you've been nothing but first class to me for 30 years. Kelly Remple swears by you. And every time we've asked you to come on, you're like, yes, I'm in. So, like, what's, like, Matthew Barnaby's a regular on this show. Barney's like, "Wow, well, some guys don't like him, but I don't have a problem with the Babs. He's always been great to me.
4: So, well, is there a misconception? This is, well, uh, my dad had this great line. And he used to say all the time, if your knees don't hit my kitchen table probably don't care what you think. In other words, there's people in your life that are important to you. If you're a kid today and you spend your whole time after you play, looking at social media and you didn't play good, you're getting beat up. What are you listening to that stuff for? What are you doing that for now? Right away, you sound old when you say that. The bottom line is, is I know what I've done in my lifetime. I know how I've treated people. I know how much I care about people and the relationships I have. And do i want to get better yes would i love everyone in the world to to like me yes is that possible no but in leadership you're going to make people mad at times because they're not going to be pleased with the decisions you make you're doing it for the betterment of the team to have success not to hurt anybody's feelings so am i concerned about that no
2: And that social media thing translates beyond sports to life. I know that you're uh, in the hockey tunnel, but everybody can can get a lesson from that. Uh, Babs, I'll just say thanks for the time. Thanks for the way you've always treated me. I appreciate it. And good luck in Columbus. We'll see you when you roll through sunrise.
4: Sounds great. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, Babs.
2: The head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Mike Babcock. When we come back, the Moose will rejoin us. We've got a sports update, audience takeover, and coming up in hour two, NFL betting expert Mike Pritchard from VEASAN. We're live on Game Plus Television. We are Atlanta's WQEE NHL show, also podcast and YouTube live. The show continues. Episode number 1036 of your favorite daytime sports talk show is on the air. I'll tell you what, our poll question today is which All-Star game is the best format? NHL, NBA, MLB, or NFL? It's brought to you by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Running away with it. Major League Baseball with 67% of the vote, followed by the NBA with 17%, the NHL 13%, and the NFL 3%. And the reaction is interesting. Dion in Edmonton says none of them because the stars rarely play. From Ryan, he says, the NBA All-Star Game is the greatest pickup game in the world, especially when they added the Elam ending. Now the NHL All-Star Game has easily become the worst. Ding, ding, ding. Do we have the Moose, guys? Do we have the Moose? Okay, let's bring the Moose in. I knew that we could go two hours on this topic alone. I got a sports update. We got audience takeover. Two hours go real fast on the RP Show. Moose, what was your takeaway, though, from the Babs interview?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, the communication side of it. That's always been at least lately the the criticism of Mike Babcock has been dealing with the players. Um to me, what I've seen, what I've heard, you know, I've read his book after the Olympics, all that kind of stuff. You know, communication seems like it's important to him. Um and also constantly learning seems like it's important to him. Well, the interview checks some boxes for me because it's like, yeah, here's, this is the same guy who wants to learn and grow and be better. So, and I, and I think that's why Columbus would, would want him to be the coach. They would have the conversation and say, okay, because we've got, you know, line A and draw and got some young players coming in now, you know, after an exciting time at the draft Fantilli, And, you know, it's, it's an exciting time in Columbus. But you need somebody who can communicate to these young players, and he's learning that. So I think that checks some boxes. We'll see how it goes on the ice, but so far so good.
2: Well, <clears throat> yeah, and then, and then with the comments coming in from the audience, can you write this down? Every Christmas we're scrambling to put together a best-of show, and I'm like, dude, can we make notes during the year? We're <laughs> make it a lot easier when we're going to find... Jordan, write it on the wall in Sharpie. Not a dry erase. Sharpie, the Mike Babcock interview. But here's the thing: where I, it just dawned on me why Babs and I get along so well. Since 1993, Darren, I just had a, an epiphany because Babs, literally, you've been in this business like me, and I know. Hey, Shocks, he's watching down there in Lethbridge. That's where I met both Shockey and Mike Babcock. with Spokane, Washington? They were coaching the Chiefs, and I'd walk down the hallway. Hey, Mike. First time I met him, I was 20. you have time for a pregame interview? Yep. How long you need? Let's go. And they turn and put their foot up on the wall. You know how they do, right? Yeah. That was every single time for 30 years. His thing is, he's a pro. Let me just sit here for a second. I would never want to be a hockey coach nor a football coach. I don't know how they do it. If you saw his interview there, his thing where he said, oh, if you're on your phone and social media, why are you on there? He's like, yeah, it sounds like an old person saying that, but no, it's fact. Maybe don't have a Twitter account if you can't stay off it. And that goes to a lot of guys, ourselves, my friends like Cody Fajardo, that, it, you know, that they have Darren Durant, they've had a problem with it. But I know one team in the dub, and I don't want to say which one it is because it'll out them. Even now, Coach was in between periods. Losing his mind on the players, and he was missing one player. He noticed there was in one empty stall. He's like, where is that? And the kids all look like their eyes glanced toward the bathroom in the dressing room, right? So the coach goes into the bathroom, sees the skates under the door of the stall, kicks it open. Kid's on his phone. Either texting or calling his agent. Right? And the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would deal with that if you're a coach. I, that, that's not what I do, but a guy like Babs or that coach of that particular team would have a way to do it. But my point is this. Mike Babcock has won two Olympic gold medals, a Stanley Cup, been to the Stanley Cup finals three times, been to the Memorial Cup. I was, uh, was he coaching them in 98 in Spokane? That's when I was at his house in Spokane, but I can't remember if he was coaching the Chiefs then or just home visiting but the point is, he's a hard coach because he sees the potential in you and he wants you to reach your full potential. And for years, he's been able to get that out of players. And he wasn't able to do that in Toronto. But, Darren, let me ask you this. Can you or any Leaf fan just see with your eye the, the raw potential of Mitch Marner? You can, can you see it? Oh, yeah. For sure. Has, he, know, reached and, and wanted... Has he reached it? Has he reached it?
3: Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know if he has. I don't think he has yet. I think there's still more room to grow. But, you know, you're learning as you go. And, and, you know, the thing for me, there was a line in there when it came to the phone thing that stood out for me. And it wasn't so much for me about, you know, the distraction of of being on your phone and not being focused. He said, was it his dad told him, you know, if your knees can't touch my... Dining table, my table, table my kitchen table, kitchen table. I don't care about your opinion. Right? I don't care what you have to say. Meaning, if you're not my family, if you're not that close to me that I would invite you to my house to have dinner, I don't care what you think. So if you're just on Twitter and I've never met you and you're criticizing me, and I've never met you and I would never invite you over to my house, your knees can't touch the table at my place, I don't really care what you have to say. So players need to stay away from social and not worry about that and care about the opinions well of the people who actually matter to you. That's the thing is, it wasn't about being
2: distracted on your phone, and you got the point of what he was saying. It's when people say negative things. It used to be, you know, what's in the paper, what's the media saying. Now it's just Sally Sweatpants or Joe Sixpack and what they're saying. And I'll, t- I'll go one further. Babs is right about that, and then yours and my good friend Perry Nias, radio guy, always said, if you're not coming to my funeral or if you're not speaking at my funeral, I don't care what you think. But I'll go go one step further. Then I'll get to all the comments from the viewers because they're loving the Babs interview. Those people that say the negative things about you on social media, there's that little inside tip. They hate themselves. They loathe themselves. The haters hate themselves. So when you're doing great and you're happy, it just makes them feel worse about themselves. And that's what I coach the young people in recovery, right? It's about mental health, not just substance abuse, recovery. So yeah, Babs figured it out, but there's more. And the more you find out, the better. It makes it a lot easier to discount those opinions of the haters when you realize they're the biggest losers on the planet. You're doing great. We'll be right back with audience takeover after this. Uh, We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. it's uh the rp show episode 1036 before we bring the moose back in we could uh, spend the next hour <laughs> on comments regarding the mike babcock interview so i appreciate all of you um regarding mitch marner janelle barkman's in washington saskatoon she says marner has not reached his potential no and that's why babs is losing his stuff uh, from Jake Hughes, he says, honestly, I have immense respect for Mr. Babcock. He's lovely and great. From, from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, I can relate to Babs. My wife always likes to remind me it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Allie uh, in Texarkana says, ooh, I like that saying. It's from Babs's dad. If your knees don't touch my kitchen table, I don't care what you think. She says, good stuff today. Uh, And there's more, you know, about the haters. I said uh, they hate themselves more than anything. That's the funniest joke that you all haven't figured out yet. I hope one day that you do. Um, Allie says jealousy is the thief of joy. John Ohm in Winnipeg says jealousy is rampant on social media. I see it all the time. The thing about John is he's a great guy. John Ohm is a winner. And I dropped my pen. And he roots for the... For the best for people. John, O. Um, and one more. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, the thing about online haters is they're jealous of whatever you have because they don't feel the need or have the motivation to change. So they focus their energy on hating what you have. Ah, I guess people, if we can bring the moose back in, I guess more people knew about it, moose, uh, than I thought.
3: Yeah. Mm-mm. They're, they're with it. They're with it. They're paying yeah. attention.
2: Troy in Tirana says Babs can coach his record proves it I'm just wary if he can adapt long term to new generation players and stick with it when his team's play is poor and he has to motivate guys to buy in we'll see John says thanks Rod made my day dude well I know that I've met John Ohm and to quote John Lynch he's a winner all the way from Stephen in North Dakota he says, my life is improving thanks to life coaches. That's the thing. And we'll have to carry some of these comments over into hour two because there's a lot, but I've never quite figured. Yes, I'm, I'm not a life coach. I don't want to call anybody a life coach. I call myself a life coach, but recovery I can do because I've recovered from a lot. Mental health issues, substance abuse issues. That's, I'm not a life coach at all, but I always say, You know, my niece had a speed coach, and guess, it was Amanda Ruler. Guess what happened? Her speed improved. I know guys that have nutrition coaches. That's what Serena does. Women, too. Guess what, Darren? Their health improves. (laughs) You know what I mean?
3: the idea of having uh, a coach, right?
2: Yeah. Right. Skills shooting coaches. Mark Shifley has a shooting coach. One of the best shots in the NHL. You want to shell out a little dough for individual coaching in a part of your game or life that you don't that you could use some help in? You'll improve. Wild, I know. Okay, we got to carry this over into hour two. From Arlen Bruce, he says, "Great morning, RP and Darren. Who do you think is the front runner for MVP of the Canadian Football League?" I say one, Zach Caleros; two, Chad Kelly; three, Vernon Adams. RP, stay away from too many Checkersburgers, LOL. Funny you say that because we hit some up in Charlotte, North Carolina the other night. Not Checkers Burgers. It's from a place called The Cookout. And uh, the Golden Girl said, they really seem like Checkers Burgers. I'm like, yeah, and fantastic. Anyways, Moose, I'm going to read a sports update and bid you would do until hour two. Okay, you cool with that? You bet. I'll rip through this. Sports update: Final minute of hour one. The Yankees' Garrett Cole will start tonight's MLB All-Star Game for the American League, and Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Zach Gallen will open on the mound for the NL. The game will be played at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Meanwhile, last night, Vladdy Jr. joined Vladdy Senior to become the first father-son duo to win the All-Star home run derby as he beat Tampa Bay's Randy Arozarena 25-23 in the final. Montreal Canadiens have signed newly acquired forward Alex Newhook to a four-year contract extension. The deal will pay Newhook $2.9 million per season. He was acquired last month from the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for two draft picks and defenseman Johnny Fairbrother. This sports update brought to you by the Steady's. Their Island Rock genre of music was named Concert of the Year by Planet S Magazine. Visit thestuddies.ca for more info and stream the Steady's today on Apple Music and Spotify. See you in hour two after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE Radio.